Last time on Pokemon Rollout, the trainers and their Pokemon healed up after defending the city of Lowkeep from an attack. The rangers of Lowkeep put the trainers up in a hotel to rest for the evening. In the morning, Sneeze showed his Pokemon the finer points of cooking. Charlie taught his team how to defend each other, and Liliana trained her Pokemon. They were then approached by one of the rangers and kindly encouraged to leave town due to their incidental run-ins with the flames of Agni. The team decided to enter the Crystal Caverns to make their way to the next gym in the Monastery of the Scaled Fist. As they entered, they heard yipping and decided to investigate. They came across a pack of Vulpix and a Brakeson setting a trap over a fault in the caves. Our heroes battled the fire Pokemon, fainting the Vulpix or scaring them off. Liliana caught the Brakeson as the confrontation ended. Just then, they realized they had not gotten directions and weren't quite sure where they were. How will Liliana and Sneeze handle being lost like Charlie is all the time? Go further into the Crystal Caverns today on Pokemon Rollout. Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? Uh, I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Do Something Pine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Swinging on a Vine Sneak. <laughs> and I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana Welcome to My TED Talk Shadow Garden. <laughs> Is, 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 is Professor Sneeze currently swinging on a vine? You kind of like cut in and out. <laughs> that was intentional. Okay. Good luck! <laughs> and now I'm swinging away! <laughs> oh no, I come back! Michael, right. we have to do the podcast! The one's gonna stop soon. Okay, there it is. No, Michael's still here. Professor Sneeze is swinging away. <laughs> That's very difficult since you are currently underground. Oh yeah, yeah. Remind Wait, us what's we're happening. Still... What? Yes, uh, you have just woken up from your first night in the Crystal Caverns. Uh, you are traveling through oh, it. Whoa, what happened <laughs> last week? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like I just came the, out the of a Vulpix. coma. Yeah, no, because like the, <laughs> the last Vulpix. episode, I listened to it like we were in the Crystal Caverns. Okay, so we just we just got we just got chewed out of uh, Florence's nieces, apparently not granddaughters, ruins, and now we're in a cave. That's it. Oh no! <laughs> I'm so sorry. The, the Vulpix thing. Oh, that's Vulpix. right. That's right. I gotta break break break. Break dancer. I, I may have to I dumb down the story. This in. is how much we're getting. Breaks in the break dancer. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that now. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no. So Lowkeep, the city of Lowkeep, the seat of where the rangers are over the entire D section of the Chandy region, has been reduced to on or to Florence's niece's ruins. <laughs> <laughs> And the crystal caverns are now a cave. <laughs> the one conduit between the Chan and the D sides of the region. Don't you feel like we appreciate the world you've built for us, Nick? 
it's, <laughs> it's really just a well-lit tunnel at this point. Uh, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you were just uh, essentially encouraged to go out of low keep after it was had been attacked. And you entered into the Crystal Caverns. You've been traveling for about a day. You did... Um, have a slight detour where you fought some Vulpix who ran away the moment they saw you, but you didn't let any of them but one get away. <laughs> and the breaks in. Which Make you it sound like a bad thing. I feel like this is a commentary on how we play the game. That's <laughs> 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 how you really feel. <laughs> no worries. Um, I, I honestly <laughs> expected that to happen. I'm, so <laughs> I'm surprised one of them managed to run away, if I'm honest. But anyways, yes, you have woken up in the Crystal Caverns. Uh, it's been, you've traveled for about a day. You've still got a decent amount more travel to go through. I mean, you're at the base of the mountains at the end, so you're at the widest point of them, and you're traveling a decent... You're, you're actually going to have to travel a decent amount uphill, as well as forward or north, even to get to the Chan side of the region. And that's not even talking about getting to the... A monastery of the Scaled Fist, which is in the mountains at the end, up near the top of a mountain. So you guys have got a ways to go. <sighs> Are we lost? <laughs> I will say... Nope. Uh, Grunch, use your sniffer. <laughs> I'll say that the two things that I'll say for that is uh, one, you didn't ask for directions, but two, so far the only pathway that you've been able to go with your badges, there's only been one path that you've been able to go with your badges since the other offshoots are marked as higher badges than what you have. Alright, my my hair is on, just in case there's a question. <laughs> uh, question. Say, <laughs> good to know, so you're just leaving your hair on permanently at this point. I'm glowing unless I say it's off. I'm glowing currently. Okay. That glow, girl. sounds good. Alright, so are you guys getting up and just going, or...? Um, Charlie so, so takes a moment to, to say, you know, those those batch signs are really just suggestions. <laughs> yes. No, Charlie, it's really not safe. I mean, we've overcome so much already. I bet it's skin of our teeth. And we're fine. I'm not risking it. You're, yep. Man, I bet old Zekrom. I'm, I came out good. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah, what? You battled Zekrom? When did you battle Zekrom? Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Charlie, you know Charlie asks as he polishes his plot armor. <laughs> uh, as he's polishing the plot armor. Oh, come on. I notice <laughs> that it is fading since you aren't in the mountains. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, no. You wouldn't do that to Charlie. It's Charlie. Uh, what was Liliana saying? Yeah, didn't... So wait, didn't you guys notice that I kind of got... I don't know what happened in that bottle, but something grabbed me and threw me into Zekrom's way. Were you two still together? Nope. No. Uh, I got separated. I I encountered a guy that I fought, went... When, well, when I got Archie's egg, actually, I, I met him the first time, and he tried to steal it from me. Um, he was after the archetypes, um, trying to steal Archie, but I fought him off and he ran away. Hmm. Yeah, no, I met up with Zekrom when that happened. We just kind of, like, hung out, hit each other, 
I almost knocked it out. But then freaking Zekrom's sibling interrupted. Because it's a killjoy. But Zekrom gave me a tooth. Well, one of Zekrom's tooth, so. It's for Sparky. Ooh. It'll be cool. And Liliana, like, takes it out of her pocket and showing it. That's so cool. Yeah, we're best friends now. How good is his dental hygiene? Or it's dental hygiene? <laughs> I don't know. Let me do a medical education on this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16. Um, you're not sure if this is a an actual tooth, except for the fact that you saw it taken out of someone's mouth. I gotta work better on my medical training. <laughs> but it is a tooth of some sort. So like, uh, how like, uh, so how is Sparky gonna use it? Is it gonna help? Is it gonna help him evolve? I don't know. I'm not good in Pokemon training. <laughs> oh, wait, yes I am. I'm better at that. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. He gave it to me for, uh, Zekrom gave it to me for Sparky. So, I'm assuming that's what it'll... I don't know. Then Zekrom also said some, like, mystical mumbo-jumbo about, like, calling on it or something, but... I wonder if you have to, like, say Zekrom's name three times in a row and then, then it'll appear, but... Eh. No, that, that's, that's Orbital Juice. Um, oh. You know, I always get those two mixed up. I, I fought a girl with a, a vault, an electric Vulpix, and, and she, she, what? she sent Whoa. two monsters at me. What? Was she anyone you knew? No, she's, like, tapping away on a computer type thing, and... I don't know, it seemed like it was controlling the goo monsters, and they, the goo monsters attacked me, and I, I, I fought them, but she got away, and I, I don't know. So she just randomly attacked you just because? Uh, she said, like, I wasn't supposed to be there, and that I wasn't putting up as much of a fight as she thought I was supposed to, and I don't know. I talked her out of, like, uh, hurting me more, but she still sent, like, the, the blue goo monster thing at me so but harry harry took care of that real good well cool i'm glad we got that settled so what are we gonna do with these caves <laughs> so you guys were kind of walking and talking while you do that if that's all right you guys are kind of walking and talking through this mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and it's at about this point maybe a little bit later as you're kind of working through it and talking and fleshing out what you guys were doing um you start to hear the wails what sounds like the wails of several children coming from a nearby uh. Uh, side tunnel like, just, like, sounding like a bunch of children just wailing. Um, the sign on that tunnel says two badges and up, but it's also marked as dead end. Um, Charlie goes down it. You'll hear that. Wait! <laughs> Liliana follows Bisneeze. I'm gonna follow. I'm coming! I'm gonna use a Pokemon Ed to see if I can see if there's, like, a Pokemon that would do this sort of thing. 13 Pokemon Ed. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> um... It takes you a little bit, and as you're kind of following uh, everything, and you're working, like, as you're following them, you work it out a, a little bit before you see them, and you realize that due to the loudness of this, and kind of the suddenness, and where you are, that these are probably Wismer that mm. have just been upset by something rather recent, which is why they're suddenly just wailing. Um, they're, mm. they're just very upset because they're Wismer, and if anything upsets them, they just start screaming. Got it. I'm going to shout that information ahead of me as I'm running after the other two. That's, that's a bunch of whismers. Something's upsetting them. Because they're whismers, they get pretty, like, they're loud enough that it's, it like, it isn't, it isn't dealing HP damage, but it's hurting your ears. 
at the bottom of that do you get them? You see a small cluster, just about three Wismer, all wailing pretty piteously and huddled against the far wall, nearer to you and like nearer to where you come in at this at uh, this small cavern. And the cavern just kind of ends uh, in the center of the cavern floor. Uh, there is a small uh, reptilian-looking Pokemon. It's brown except for a white. Uh, looks like a skull that it's wearing over its head. And with everything else that's going there, it's kind of a small Pokemon. It's growling in anger. Uh, and it's scrambling to pick up uh, a like what looks like a long leg bone on the ground. So that is just growling, looking over it. And next to it, uh, chewing on a large, oddly shaped stone in the center that seems to have kind of been placed there, um, is another smallish Pokemon. Uh, this Pokemon is a small green reptilian Pokemon with rocky-looking skin, and has a blunt spike on top of its head, a short rounded snout, and triangular black markings below and on the upper corners of its red eyes. Uh, there's red scales covering its diamond-shaped belly, and there are several small holes in its bodies. Um, its short arms lack fingers, oh, while its feet have a single toenail each. It has a tail with a conical center, uh, surrounded by a ring of plate-like scales, uh, causing it, causing the tail to remember to resemble almost like a pine cone or a tunnel boring machine. I think I know what this is, and I think and, I want and it's, it. It's, it seems to be like <laughs> it, it's chewing on the stone, but it literally seems to be eating the stone. Uh, mm. Charlie rolled a ten in Pokemon Ed, and sneeze and is rolled probably, probably for the Cubone, but um, it could what also sneeze roll? like if you want to extend uh, seventeen for sneeze. Okay, so uh, yes, both of you recognize the Cubone. Uh, which is the one that's picking up the bone with the skull mm-hmm. uh, mask there. Uh, Professor Sneeze, or uh, is, Lil- is Liliana going to roll Pokemon Education as well, or no? I rolled a 13. Okay, so all of you recognize the Cubone. Ooh. You, up- you upped your uh, Pokemon Ed score, wow. <laughs> yeah, nice. I did. Um, and... Not so dumb anymore. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. And so all of you are going to keep going. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you notice that this Cubone is uh, old enough that uh, she should have... She's pretty close to where she should have evolved into a Marowak. But um, it seems like the conditions aren't right. And the fact that she's been living underground mm. and working through it means that it must be some sort of... like That suggests something different in the conditions for her evolution are needed than the average evolution hmm. of the Marowak. Okay. Yeah, Professor Sneeze is the only one who recognizes the other Pokemon. Uh, all of you know that this Cubone is a ground type. Uh, Professor Sneeze is the only one who recognizes the other mm-hmm. Pokemon, mostly because uh, these Pokemon live very deep underground and usually aren't seen uh, very often. Uh, then mm-hmm. this is a Larvitar. Rock type. It is a uh, it is a geophage, so it eats a lot. It eats ground and rock. Uh, it grows by consuming soil. It it uh, according to legend, it needs to eat an entire mountain's worth of earth in order to evolve. Um, you're guessing that that's been exaggerated, but they do seem to eat quite a bit mm. before they turn into their next stage. Uh, you also realize. Oh, uh, let me see if you do realize. Can I get a perception actually from everyone? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at that. Not with that attitude. <laughs> or with my dice rolls. Hey, double sixes, twelve, thirteen. So I have to count up my my plethora of dice here. Um, nineteen. <laughs> okay. I'm so good uh, at one more time. Six, was that sixteen for Liliana? <laughs> 
13. Sorry, 19 for Charlie. And what was Professor Sneeze? 12. 12. Okay. All of you are able to see that uh, there is a small... Uh, this kind of tells you what just happened. Uh, there's a small hole in the ceiling, which suggests that the Larvitar just fell into this cavern from there. Judging by the fact that there isn't very much debris around, the Larvitar probably ate its way down to here. Hmm. The Cubone looks like it's about to go and just go completely after this Larvitar. The Larvitar is kind of ignoring it. I will say that Charlie is the fastest out of all of you. I I'm doing this basically, you guys aren't so much in combat right now, but the Cubone and Larvitar are. So I'm doing initiative even though you guys aren't necessarily going to be attacked. Got it. Gotcha, okay. So is the is the Cubone just like kind of ambushing the Larvitar, or are they like going head to uh, head? The Larvitar doesn't seem to have noticed that it's about to be attacked. So the Cubone is just going at Alright, pretending that the Cubone, oh this was uh, with your description, it's not the baby like the one in the other podcast is, but... <laughs> <laughs> So Charlie's not gonna go up and just like pick it up, but uh, Charlie does go and stand in the way, cool. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey there, little little lady. Yeah, I think if you just picked it up, it would react like the like the one from the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie would. <laughs> oh yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, so no, but Charlie probably adds stupidly goes and stands in front and holds his hands like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just like uh, sucker punch this this guy over here. You uh, you have to do a fair fight. Give me a charm check and an insight check or an intuition check. Sorry. All right. Start with the charm. It's the better of my two. Oh, not on those days though. Uh, that's a twelve <laughs> on six dice. Okay. Wow. Oof. Oof. And now that <laughs> intuition check? <laughs> intuition. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> uh, intuition is a 13 on three dice. <laughs> wow. Um, you realize a few things. Uh, one, this Cubone is not, uh, is not mad. It's not simply angry. It is incandescent with fury at what the, at what the Larvitar is doing. And what you have just done is successfully switched its anger to you for getting in the way. Wonderful. Um, and that means that it is Liliana who is the next fastest. Okay, I am going to release Spicy. Okay. Spicy has a speed of five. Uh, speed of six. Okay. So you brought out Spicy and you still have a standard action if you want to do something. Mm. Necessarily need to, but... Nah. Okay. I'm good. Just watching how things will unfold. Alright. Uh, Professor <laughs> Sneeze is up. You have two very slow Pokemon in front of you. Yep. I'm gonna try a Pokemon Ed, and if this doesn't work, I'm gonna send out a Pokemon, if that um, is alright. Before you do so, give me... Since you yeah. just saw how Charlie did that, give me an intuition check first. Perfect. 19. Okay. Uh, you recognize the oddly shaped stone in the center of the in, in the center of the uh, cavern finally. It's crude and it's definitely not made by humans, but it finally clicks what it is. It's a headstone. <gasps> you get the sinking feeling okay. that you get so the sinking Larvitar... feeling that the cubone is not going to be dissuaded. Got it. Alright. Um I am Oof, okay. I'm going to focus on the Larvitar, and I'm going to try to get its attention with Pokemon Ed. And 
I'm gonna, yeah. Uh, give me the Pokemon education check, and that will tell, like, that, that will be part of it, but okay. that'll also tell you how best to get its attention. Oh, okay. This 15. is 15. All right. Um, just going off of it, uh, Larvitar, especially being kind of, uh, outside of things, being rather rare and kind of living by themselves, are generally very, uh, very, like, very essentially selfish, very person-motivated, and so if this thing wants food, the best way to get its attention would be to get it better food. Okay. Would I know, like, say what kind of treat it might be interested in, based on my Pokemon Ed roll? Like, I know it eats yes, rocks. with a 15, you're thinking one of the stronger flavors, so probably not salty, probably not sweet, but you're not quite certain. Okay. Oof. Okay. That's... Well, you know, uh, underground, reading, eating rocks, you might come across something like, you know, volcanic. You might call that spicy, and so maybe like spicy food. So I'm going to hold out a spice wrap, and I'm going to call to it, and I'm going to say, Hey, 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 Laratar, um, look, come over here. I got, I, got, I got food for you over here. And um, I'm going to hold that, hold out a spicy wrap to, uh, toward it and see if it um, at least acknowledges that it's present. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Larvitar does pause and look over at you and kind of like sniff and then it snorts and kind of starts going back to it you realize that the cubone actually gives the spicy wrap a look but is still focused on its own thing but the larvitar is it's not putting it down but it doesn't seem to be impressed but it has stopped chewing okay. at least for the moment you, you need to get away from there this is not a place where you should be i will say if right you want now. to you can release a pokemon <laughs> all right i'm gonna send out um Ooh, this is actually going to be kind of tricky um, because of this sensitive location. Um, no, that's going to be messy. I'm going to send out Archie. Archie, the Archie, come on out. Okay, Archie is by far fast enough to just go. So what does Archie? Archie's going to just use Astonish on the Larvitar. Okay. Pop out and Astonish right away. That's a nat one, so um, that's that's how this turn is going. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for me a d4. D4, great. Two. Okay. All right. Um, roll a d20 for me. Yeah. Five. Archie goes for the astonish and misses and slams the ground, creating a magnitude effect. With a five, <laughs> he misses both the Cubone and the Larvitar, but Great. he hits the headstone. No, I was just, uh, that's exactly what I was trying not to do. Uh, roll a d6 for me. Four. That's a pretty strong magnitude. Uh, so the headstone does get pretty cracked. It doesn't fall apart, but it cracks a decent amount. I'm really sorry. I was trying to and fix now the situation. The Cubone is incredibly angry. Uh, spicy is up. I also share with everyone that that's a headstone. Thank you. Uh, seeing that we're trying to kind of calm things down, I can I have Spicy try to use a charm to, like, calm the Cubone? Or try to? Yes. I can, I can, yeah, sure. Spicy can try to kind of work with the Cubone. Okay. I got this. I know. I know. I know what you're going through. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, I rolled a seven. Unfortunately, with everything that's going on, this Cubone is 
not really noticing things at the moment, except that a lot of damage has happened to this headstone and it is not happy with it. So it is, it kind of shrugs off that what on earth. This is too much now. Um, and so that will make it the Cubone's turn. And it, just kind of being done with it and realizing that uh, it does have just enough tactical idea to, to realize that since it's the, the headstone's getting uh, beaten up, that means that the Larvitar will more easily be able to eat it. And so it reels back and chucks its uh, bone at the Larvitar. Now it throws it at Archie, because Archie did the most damage. That makes more sense, yeah. So it's doing it at Archie, and it hits twice with the double strike. Would uh, plus four evasion make it miss Archie? No, it rolled a 14 and a 15. He rolled well. It's a lady. <laughs> that did 40 ground physical damage to uh, Archie. Yikes, okay. 40. Oh. <laughs> and I just realized uh, because of its ability, it actually rolled a 15 and a 16 on that because of fun stuff. So it really didn't miss. Well, that's great. Mm -hmm. 40, you say. 40, 40. Uh, was, did you use Archie in the last battle? I don't think so. No, I didn't use Archie. No, yeah, okay. So then, yeah. So that's 29. Oof. Okay, that hurt. That hurt. So solid. And um, now it's the Larvitar's turn. Uh, even though it didn't get hit by it, the Larvitar realizes now, hey, I'm being attacked. <laughs> and so it lands on the ground and uh, kicks up some dust, which turns into a sandstorm. Yay. Weather changes to a sandstorm for five rounds. Uh, while it is sandstorming, all non-ground, rock, or steel-type Pokemon lose a tick of HP at the beginning of their turn. Okay, so that brings us back up to the top of the initiative order, which is Archie. Remember to lose a tick of HP. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Archie, get that Larvitar. Take care of it. You hit it with an ice punch. Comes ice punch. That's an eleven to hit. That hits. Perfect. That's uh, not a freeze, which is too bad. But um, thirty-five ice physical damage. Thirty-five ice physical damage. You said. That's do that did thirty-eight ice physical damage, mm. which is actually enough to give the Larvitar two injuries. Ooh. But not too faint it. This poor Larvitar is not terribly buff. Uh, at least not to ice physical moves. And so you kick, and you hear it kind of go <coughs> as it gets hit in the stomach by this ice punch. It kind of crawls up its rocky body with the ice and it's breaking it off. It's like, ugh. And it's working through it. Uh, that means it's Charlie's turn. Don't forget to lose a tick of HP. You said it was only for Pokemon. Uh, you count as Pokemon for uh, for the events of battle. Oh. I throw a Pokeball at Charlie. <laughs> All right, let me account for the tick of HP first here. One. Don't don't tempt me. <laughs> no, I don't have 108 injuries. That's my current HP. Come on. There you go. Yikes. All right. What? So, remember what team is in charge of the or what uh, enemy team is in or the villain team is in charge of the Chan side of the region and what they're known for. Alright, so uh, 
Archie just did a, um, a big hit on uh, the Larvitar, right? Yep, it yes. took two injuries. Okay. It took two injuries. It's still up, but it took two injuries, and it's a pretty solid cool. hit. Cool. Uh, Charlie doesn't want to catch this. Well, maybe Paul wants to catch this Larvitar, but Char Charlie wants <laughs> to catch it, too. Um, so, uh, we're gonna send out, uh, Charlie's new favorite toy, uh, Harry. So, yeah, come on out, Harry, and I think uh, we'll go ahead and, uh, toss the Pokeball in the sling and throw it right at that Larvitar. Just okay. whittle it down as best we can. Are you rolling to damage? Or are you, uh, first yeah. we, oh, I have to roll for accuracy first, of course, Nick. Yep, well, I wanted to know if you were rolling to damage. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, yes, I will be, I will be rolling to damage it, yes. Okay, now roll <laughs> That was just a delightful little reversal of things. <laughs> it's an 11. 11 hits. Okay. And then my damage is a d8 plus uh, some things. A d8 plus some things. Yeah, plus some things. <laughs> Paul's the GM now. Don't forget that. 26. Uh, plus 2. No, that's a d4. What am I doing? That's not d d8. There we go, there we go, it's a 6. Uh, so 6 and 26 is going to give me uh, 32 physical damage uh, with uh, Harry going out there with the, uh, with the swing. 32 physical, you said? Correct. Okay. And if I need to invoke one of my uh, things where I don't knock it all the way down, I will. That did 22 physical damage, which did not give it an injury or faint. Cool. Go ahead and roll to capture them. Uh, well, I... No, I, that was to send Harry out. Oh, okay. So it should be uh, Harry's so, turn, turn next. Uh, yes. Yeah, because Harry is that fast. So, yes, Harry goes right away. Yep. Um, yeah, let me see here. Uh, don't forget to have Harry lose a ticket of HP. Um, but we're just gonna have Harry go right in there and do a, um... We'll go Night Slash on that one. And I'm trying to think if I the want Larvitar? to... On the Larvitar, yes. Okay. I'm trying to see if I want to have him also, because it's a pass move, so I wonder if I want to have him just kind of go through and do some more damage on. So right now in this area, it's just the Cubone and the Larvitar, the Wismer aren't like... Yeah, there's some Wismer like clustered in the corner, but they're just kind of wailing to themselves. Okay. Nah, I don't got any beef with the, the Cubone right now, so we'll just go ahead and we'll uh, um, have Harry do a Night Slash on the Larvitar. Okay. So let's roll for accuracy... That is an eight. Night slash. That hits. Cool. Six, three, so that's nine on top of 33. So that's going to be uh, 42 dark physical damage on the Larvitar. Do dark physical. This will this will faint it. But. You use false strike? Yeah, either false strike or I think it's catch combo is the other one I could use. Catch combo. Your Pokemon attacks. You may immediately throw it and be captured. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. If you if you use catch combo, you throw a Pokeball, and if you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, it's knocked out. Then it's knocked out. We're doing catch combo. We're gonna we're gonna put this into into use right now. Okay. Roll for accuracy. Uh, that's an eight. That just barely hits. All right. D one hundred. Uh, great ball with mm -hmm. a lock case. Okay. Uh, that's a 74, but take away 20 from that, a 54. It shakes once. Shakes twice. Shakes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you captured a level 27 male Larvitar. Booyah! It has two injuries. 
and is at one HP. Uh, Night Slash did zero damage. Oh! <laughs> really? <laughs> you knocked it down to one HP with your slingshot. Oh. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> well, we would have known that. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I understand now why you're like, oh, now roll, roll to catch it. <laughs> yep, I was like, you're not doing anything else to this guy. Uh, just to let you know, if that had resolved, it would be at four injuries and over ne- over negative 50% of its HP. Oh. <sighs> we almost killed that larvitar. <laughs> because now that I have catch combo and fall strike, I'm like, yeah, let's attack it. Let's knock it out, whatever. Sorry, sorry, it would be at five injuries. I, I, I miss it. You, you, you gave it three injuries in one hit. Ooh. Yikes. No, that was a solid hit. Okay. So that is your turn, and that was Harry's turn. Uh, Liliana, do you want to do anything? Hmm, well, we're not trying to fight the coupon, it looks like. Uh, don't forget to lose a tick of HP. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, even though the Larvatar was captured, the, the storm's still going on? Uh, the storm, as far as I can tell, is autonomous to the Pokemon. Yep, you're right. Just says it changes to stand- Sandstorm for five rounds. Can I return Spicy and then release Grunge in this same... Yes, that will be your entire turn. Yep, so we're going to do that. Okay. Return Spicy and release Grunge. Perfect. All right, uh, Professor Sneeze is up then. All right, yeah, I know. I take a tick of HP. (laughs) I'm going to return Archie because he's not doing super hot. Okay. Archie, Archie, come on back. Can I get a Pokemon education from you? Sure. Gladly. Anything. Anything for you, Nick. Aww. 28. 28. All right. Um, with just going off of Cubone and the whole relationship that, that Cubones have with their mother and with everything else that's going on, taking away the Larvitar and kind of focusing on that has helped, but it's still very angry about the cracks in the staff in the uh, headstone. Uh, if you can have anything to fix that, or to start the process of fixing that, it will go a long way to calming this Cubone down. Yep. The way to do so would be like something with a materializer would be one way to do it, or if you have better options, those always work too. Richie Rock. Or Deancey. Okay. Or Groudon. I don't know that you have any Pokemon with Yeah. <laughs> materializer. Nope. Um, Certain okay, moves so- grant materializer as well, but I think Rock Throw does, but... I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't think I have any such Pokemon. Okay, so here's what I'm doing. Yes, what are you doing? I'm sending out Shmoopy. Okay. Shmoopy, come on out. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna finagle something okay. um, out of this. And um, with that Pokemon education too, can I also talk as a free action and say we're? I'm really sorry that all of this happened. We're gonna do our best to 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 make things right for you. Cubone's kind of looking at you and. Uh, you're not sure if it's if it's hesitating because it's listening to you or because it's picking its targets, but it's hesitating. Got it. Um, that's your turn. Uh, Grunge is up. Grunge, go calm down those Wismer because they're really annoying. Yeah, don't forget to lose a tick of HP. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I say Grunge starts panting happily and then starts spitting because, I mean, sandstorm. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, still goes over and starts. Can I get a uh, charm, charm check? I love grunge. Ooh, <laughs> grunge, buddy. I rolled two ones. Oh, oh. Uh, he he oh. runs, trips, and hits face first into the wall. 
and just like <laughs> slides down. And the the whisper do stop for a second and stare at him, and then just start crowding around him and crying like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and you can't tell if he's actually stunned or he's just playing it up, but he's kind of laying there for a second. <laughs> Good, good job, buddy. You're doing great. <laughs> that does make it Schmoopy's turn. Schmoopy, Schmoopy. All right, we're not fighting, but I want you to 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 help me um, try to try to fix this um uh, this 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 tombstone a little bit and and straighten things out. So g- give me a little bit of, of of mud here that that'll solidify nicely. Yeah, I mean you know how to use like mud slap, but we're not using mud slap. Okay. Uh, but here, give me some mud and let's let's gently slap it onto <laughs> this tombstone, and let's 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 mold it together that way. So I'm gonna, I myself, am going to get down on my hands and knees and try to like work with Schmoopy to like slap some mud onto the tombstone uh, to try to fix it. First things first, I have Schmoopy lose a tick of HP. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's just water, isn't she? Uh, And then give me a, since you're using a focus psychologist to explain this, give me a Pokemon education check. Okay. 26. Okay. Uh, We go into the mind of Schmoopy and you hear... (laughs) (laughs) Just floating there and floating there you hear... Mud slap. Mud slap. Not mud slap. (laughs) Slap. Mud. (laughs) Mud slap. Mud slap. <laughs> so Schmoopy kind of turns and uses mud slap. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> give me a. Uh, yeah, give me an accuracy check for Schmoopy. Oh, okay. Uh, your, I'm probably 13. hoping for a low roll. 13. Alright. Um, I know. I'm going to say two things with this. Uh, you didn't quite get Schmoopy to understand it, but okay. you got far enough that Schmoopy one is aiming it at Professor Sneeze instead of at the stone, as instead of at the headstone, because because Schmoopy's like you want mud, mud, um, and two, uh, it's uh, she's kind of soft hitting it, so it hits. Professor Sneeze for the least amount of damage, so it does 27 ground special damage. Okay. Um, and you are covered in mud. So you have mud. <laughs> Great. I have mud. Fantastic. Thank you, Thank you Shmoovy. <laughs> Alright, so you're going through this and you're kind of like blinking and getting through that, um, and as you're doing that, you realize that the Cubone has walked up to you. And the Cubone grabs you, like, goes up, grabs, like, the bottom of your shirt and pulls you down. Mm-hmm. Grabs, like, your lapel, scoops off some mud, and walks over and starts picking. Got it. There, see? There, that's what that's what we're going for. Exactly. Way to go, Schmoopy. You helped. A couple <laughs> bubbles pop out of Schmoopy's mouth. Okay, so I will say we are out of combat at this point. Eventually, Grunge kind of shakes himself out and is able to calm down the Wismer, who, as soon as they stop crying about it, are the quietest things in the world. Like, you just hear, like, little... That's about the amount of noise that they make normally. (laughs) (laughs) So they're kind of, like, flopping around and, like, like riding on Grunge. They're, like... Like, one of them is riding on Grunge, one of them is, like, hanging onto his tail and just being, like, dragged along. 
and the other one's like marching in front of him. And you're not really sure what they're doing, but they seem to be having fun and they're quiet, so. <laughs> so, so quick, quick side note, because I don't know how to turn this into a joke that uh, um, that makes sense in the context. Like, when, when you say Whismer, I think, oh, that's something I should catch in Pokemon Go, because it gives you XP when you evolve it for only 12 candies. <laughs> I will say that these Whismer are noticeably, noticeably younger than a lot of the Pokemon you've been catching so far, because if they were the same age, they'd be a loud red already. Mm. Got it. These are little ones, but so they're being entertained. Uh, meanwhile, the Cubone is uh, periodically just like, kind of, sort of punching Professor Sneeze as it grabs more mud from him, but is grabbing mud from him to, <laughs> to, to yeah, hit him harder. I deserve that. <laughs> Charlie goes up to, to a, a small group of the Whismur and tells them a story about because Charlie always has a story. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the loudest explode that uh, actually uh, lived in these caverns at one point. And it was so loud that it would uh, uh, make the uh, uh, fill up the entire cavern with noises and all the other Pokemon were afraid of this great, great loud red. And so Charlie's uh, uh, talking, uh, not loud red, excuse me, it's an explode. And Charlie just realized he actually has a loud red, doesn't he? Yes, he does. <laughs> but he doesn't have a whisper. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> he does. Um, I will say that okay, every time, uh, ev- like they're, they're, every time that Charlie says loud, all the Wismer hide behind Grunge, who's kind of sitting and like listening, enraptured by the story as well. Uh, but they are still sitting and listening. And and Charlie like reassures them, like, no, 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 you guys, you are going to become uh, much, uh, much louder Pokemon. And I assume they again hide when when he says that. It, it, mm-hmm. no, it's a good thing you want to do that. You become you become strong. Uh, in fact, I have I have a tutor for one of you. I'm sure she'd be very happy to help you. <laughs> uh, uh, in case uh, the audience doesn't remember, this was a louder that I picked up from uh, the Flames of Agni base. Um, wild, but mm-hmm. nevertheless picked up from the Flames of Agni base. So uh, I suppose I could, like, if I'm actually gonna try and convince one of these two, uh, join me. I should probably roll a uh, Pokemon uh, a charm check, shouldn't I? Will you allow me to do that, Nick? I'm sorry. One oh, more time. I was gonna roll a charm check to see if I can get one of these guys to come along with me and like hang out with. Uh, I think I think I named her Piper. Yes, I believe it's Piper. Yeah, that should All be right. fun. Let's. I don't do a D. I don't use a D20 for that. I use I use D6s for that. Oh, that's a much better roll than what I did previously. We are looking at a big old uh, 25. 25. All right, yes. Uh, one of the Wismer kind of timidly, uh, after a bit, walks forward and... Uh, ooh. Oh, these all have such great natures for this. I will say they're all kind of clustering and thinking about it for a bit until finally... One of them seems to like kind of make the snap decision and step forward. It's like, all right, we go. And the other two are like, yeah, all right. And that was actually the one that was marching in front of Grunge. Uh, so the other two are awesome, cool. Uh, I, I shove out a hand for a high five. It kind of looks at your hand, and then one of its ears pops up, and it kind of like taps your hand and flops back down. Yeah. And then I, I hold out a Pokeball, uh, and I, I assume with the other, it, it taps the Pokeball. Yes. Uh, congratulations, you captured a level 15 female Whismur. Booyah. She's a lady. <laughs> In case we hadn't implied that joke already. 
Meanwhile, what is Liliana doing? <laughs> Hanging out. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't want any of the Wismer, and they I'm all assuming cry. somebody else is gonna like. <laughs> good. You're not good oh, enough. You're boring wow. type. Boring type. <laughs> you basic <Wow>. whisper. <laughs> Even if Professor Sneeze didn't um, hear that, somehow he's offended. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming that it probably wouldn't be a good idea to try it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't really want the Q-Bone either. I mean, I do, but I, I think it should be with its... <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like so, it's time for Charlie catch another I Pokemon. I, I think... No, I, I, I won't. <laughs> that's that's a little greedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Liliana is just gonna just gonna kind of hang back and watch what's going. Oh, actually, I don't know. Uh, can I do a perception? See if there's anything interesting about this part of the cave more than what we already know. Yes, give me a perception. Okay. I got 21 with perception. 21 with perception? It actually takes you a long moment because you're looking through and, like, literally as you're looking around, you're thinking, you're like, oh, yeah, there's nothing to see here. Uh, you know, just a dead-end cavern looking through there. Even the moving rock on the wall isn't that important. The moving yep. rock on the wall? It actually oh, takes you okay. a long moment to get past your mind going, it's not important, why would you look at that? to kind of do a double take and see uh, a large rock-like Pokemon just scuttling along the ceiling and just away. Hmm. Pursuit! <laughs> um... No, I don't have any Pokemon out for that right now that have that. Darn. Mm. Wait, can No, no, Grunge can't. Darn. All your Pokemon <laughs> Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Pursuit awareness. Um, <laughs> I mean, did anything look, like, sketchy uh, with the Pokemon? Besides the just, fact I that it took you a little it. bit to, like, focus on it, nothing seems sketchy with it. It just seems to be a rock, like, a crab rock-like Pokemon that just scuttles away. Decently large. Hey, Charlie, there was, there was a crab rock-like Pokemon on top of the ceiling if you want to go get it. Go fetch, boy, go fetch! Are you talking to Charlie or Grunge? <laughs> Charlie. What? Another Pokemon? <laughs> uh, give me a per <laughs> give me a perception check. Yeah, yeah, went that way. All right. Uh, this right, should be five of them. Um, not a great roll. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. Um, you rush out to look around, and nothing seems interesting here. There don't seem to be any Pokemon around. Would Harry be interested? Like, cause Harry's still out. Mm-hmm. Hearing that, would Harry uh, possibly be able to give a perception check? Sure. Um, he rolled a twelve. So yes, he does not we, see. We notice both anything frown either. and like, like, oh man. Professor Sneeze is not going to be able to do any better. So not even <laughs> going to try. Uh, Professor Sneeze, since you're working on kind of putting together that uh, the headstone and everything, can I get another Pokemon education focused on this uh, Cubone? Yes. Okay. Um, as you're seeing kind of the coupon putting it together, uh, her actions are very workmanlike and kind of doing this. Like, she's putting this back together. She's worked with it. And while there's, like, a urban suit, you're not getting as much of the uh, 
as much of the like visceral reaction that many Cubones seem to have towards their mothers and things there, that doesn't like you're still pretty sure this is this Cubone's mother that is marked by this headstone um, and everything there. And but mm -hmm. it seems to have gotten through it, which is very different from the average Cubone evolution. Um, it reminds you a little bit about Cubones mm. you've heard from a very, f from a much farther off lands that evolve in a very different way. Oh, um, I'm gonna kind of just talk to it as we're working and say, so, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I, I don't know how long ago you lost your mother, but um, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that was hard. Uh, I, I, I hope you'll, you'll forgive the intrusion and, and be able to to move forward from from this as best you can yeah you don't need parents i grew up just fine without them <laughs> uh, don't i mean yeah the, the, she means well when she says those sorts of things <laughs> like, oh yeah i have parents <laughs> <laughs> uh and so the cubans like kind of putting it together and after a certain point the cubans just kind of sighs so it's that and reaches into, because it's it's pretty broken apart, so it kind of reaches into the rubble. She kind of reaches into the rubble headstone and just pulls out a long, uh, another, like, a longer, looks like a leg bone type thing, which causes the rest of the, the headstone to just crumble. Oh. And it's like, and it shoulders it and kind of looks around, like, alright. Like, it, it, it's, it's kind of looking around, like, she, she looks like she's getting ready to head out, maybe, or to See what's happening next. She's not really certain what she's going to do next. Okay. Um, are you, are you are you leaving? Are you are you going on your own adventure? She kind of shrugs. Like I guess it's about that time. I mean, you could you could come with us if you, if you wanted. Um, we we're on an adventure and um, seeking all the things great things the world has to offer. Oh yeah, real convincing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you say? She kind of uh, looks at it and then looks back at the rubble and kind of she nods, but then she grabs you by your the bottom of your shirt again and kind mm -hmm. of pulls you down, and is like points to the rubble with mm -hmm. the bone. Is like, all right, you but you're responsible for this. Um, I I will mark this location on my map, and I will come back. <laughs> At some time. Sounds like, alright, good enough. <laughs> alright, I hold that ball. Caps it. Uh, congratulations, you captured a level 25 female Cubo. Woo, she's a lady. Alright. Um, alright, well, I guess we should we should probably keep keep going, everybody. Um, I'll have to make my way back here sometime with this, this Cubo. Um, we'll, we'll tend to her mother's grave. But that's not your responsibility. I'll I'll take care of that. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean we should be making our way back here. We got um, uh, that other cave that like we need to get into as well. That's the the one by McCool's gym. Like we got to go there. So we got we got backtracking to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you head back out of that and just keep moving. Yeah. Let's keep rolling. All right. Mm -hmm. As you're traveling and you keep going down. Uh, the road, you keep walking, um, and you're walking through, uh, you make it, it's getting near the end of the day, so you're about to start camping, but you think you can get a little bit farther. At this point, uh, you walk into a perfectly boring cavern filled with perfectly boring rocks, 
into what is obviously the only other exit from the cavern <laughs> with the boring moving rocks. Why are we even talking about this? Transition. We're going to keep going. Why are, they, why are there moving rocks? Uh, give me a perception check before you can ask that. I am very worried Six. about this. <laughs> me? Mm-hmm. Two. I got 18. Numbers. I have them. 20? Yeah, that's 20. <laughs> what, Professor Sneeze, what did you get? Uh, what did I say? Six? Six. Sorry. I, I, somehow I, I didn't hear that. I thought... Sorry about that. Okay. Um, so, Professor Sneeze, you just keep walking through the cavern. Uh, Liliana, you hesitate for a second, but after a while you're like, oh, there's nothing, and you keep going. Charlie, you're about halfway through the cavern before you realize uh, three things. The rocks are Pokemon that are moving about, like crab-like Pokemon that are moving about. Um, there's a man in like a scruffy, beaten-up ranger uniform Ugh. standing at one end of the, the area uh, watching you guys. And he's standing in front of the second exit to the cavern, which might actually be larger and more obvious than the other one that you guys are heading towards. Oh, uh, okay. That's all the time we have for today. No! <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll, appro we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapsterRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. And uh, as always, come hang out with us in our uh, Discord and in our Facebook group. We have some fun th things going on there, and uh, always some sort of conversation or some sort of fun little side project, one of which will probably be revealed by the time this episode comes out. Mm. So yeah, come come do the stuff with us. I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. You can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelid. That's Behind Your E-Y-E. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Mark Smith, Mitch Grabowski, Malachi Corder, Dr. Adeno, Legendary, Alex Abron, Rob, Anneli T, Gregory Lopez, David Harshman, Box Cheese, Froxis, DGZ, Azure Spider, and Nathan Jester. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Booyah! <laughs>
Ah! 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 Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> okay, speaking of TED talks, <laughs> okay, this really is ridiculous. Okay. And a TED talk just go on stage and start screaming. <laughs> okay, no, like, do they just seriously give anyone TED talks now? Because like, there's this big uh, this controversy that I saw with this one guy. Uh, made a TED Talk. I had this TED Talk label, label and he's talking about how uh, there could basically be a coup for the presidency. Oh. And, um, I mean, granted, I mean, TED Talks don't happen in, in like, live venues anymore, but so it's just this guy sitting on his couch, uh, discussing this, and then there are an, a few, uh, people basically saying, nope, this guy's wrong. It's like, again, does just anyone get to give a TED Talk? Can I, can I go give a TED Talk? Um, Probably. You're, you're giving one now. No. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to your TED Talks. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> and you get a TED Talk, and you get a TED Talk. Everybody in the Google Hangout gets a TED Talk. You keep, you, you well, keep that using that word. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know for whatever reason, but my computer was like, nope, we're just gonna mute your microphone exist. and you're gonna have to jump through all these hoops. <laughs> all these hoops. All of these hoops. <laughs> Excuse me. So, you must jump through there. all these hoops if you would like to. <laughs> the, the, the liquid hoops. Someone is uh, exercising sure the feet in background. The skewer is <laughs> Hey, that was up. one that I helped make up. Again, I keep asking, are are we murder hobos? No, no, you guys are doing all right. You have you have spoken to and worked with a lot of the Pokemon. It's just uh yeah, no, it works fine. Wait, what is a murder hobo? Uh, murder hobo. Oh, it's a, a murder trope. hobo is a person in an RPG who has no home, kills and loots everything that they see, and basically wanders around sowing discord and destruction wherever they go. Otherwise known oh, as, the so average, yes. <laughs> as the average D&D DC. Okay. Cool, alright. Yes, I, I would not classify you guys as murder hobos. <laughs> is that a class that I can set up for Liliana? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm halfway there. Murder hobo is not an approved class. I don't care not if someone yet. has made. I don't care if someone has made a PC version of it. I don't care how uh, how popular it has become. I don't care if it's even beneficial. I'm banning it preemptively now. Fair enough. <laughs>
So, can I re- or, uh... <laughs> I don't can know I if you return can do that. <laughs> Dang it, I'm trying. Check the garbage <laughs> cans. Give me a percent garbage can. <laughs> there are no garbage okay. cans in the cave. Just look but at they it. sometimes have oh. switches under them. <laughs> I check the imaginary garbage cans. Check under the rocks. Rock smash. You, <laughs> You're you can, a rock. She does have rock smash. I rock smash. Rock smash. <laughs> I got 21 with presumption. <laughs> do you guys want me to do rock smash? <laughs> no. <laughs> I make my own tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> she accidentally hits hits the the gravestone again. <laughs> oh, no. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.